0: Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Good evening. It's Cheryl, your love coach and your matchmaker here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. The show, well, you know, it's all about relating, dating, and mating. And, It's always about dating because it doesn't matter whether you're solo, whether you're starting to be in a relationship or you're in a long-term one. Dating is dating. It's doing things with another person or doing things with yourself. That's what I always say. You got to date yourself to be able to date someone else. And then date that person forever because that's what's going to keep things exciting. So tonight's show, very interesting. It's all about how to have traditional relationships in modern times. And we're going to be joined a little bit later by two women. One of them is coming to us from California. Her name is Damona Hoffman, and she is a relationship coach and a matchmaker. And she also hosts two TV shows. And we're going to ask her about how people can maintain a traditional relationship in this ever-changing, fast-paced modern world. And also I'm going to be joined by a lovely young woman. She is going to be really giving us her bird's-eye view on how she's managing to take care of herself and her significant other in this very interesting time for everybody in the relationship world. But to start things off, as I always do, I'm going to go into my inbox, and I want to answer a question. And the reason I chose this one this week is because I get this a lot. People are wondering about matchmakers. So I wanted to kind of give you an idea of what I do based on this question. So this came in. Dear Cheryl, I am interested in hiring a matchmaker and love to sit down with you and see if we could work together. But I have so many options out there. How do I know you would be the right match for me? Pardon the pun. Signed, D. So here's what I'm going to say to you, D. Matchmaker is like anything else. You have to have chemistry. It's a relationship. And it's a very personal relationship. You have to be able to connect with that person. So first and foremost, whether it's myself or anyone else, you have to meet with them in person then see if there's a chemistry. See if you feel comfortable. Follow your intuition. Then we're going to be able to decide where you go from there as find as what your goals are. Because that is very important. When you go see a matchmaker, know what your goals are. Do you want a long term relationship? Do you want to get married? Do you want to have children? So you have to do your own soul searching. Then you also should be doing research on that matchmaker and see if other people are out there, if there's comments about them, so that you have an inkling as to what other people have experienced with that matchmaker. Also, maybe keep it local. Now, there are some matchmakers like myself that have really great reach, meaning a lot of people come to me and they want me to be a matchmaker for them. And I know that they'd be better suited if they want to, let's say, meet somebody in Toronto to reach out to a Toronto matchmaker. So I often find the perfect matchmaker to make your match. The last thing is, meet the person that's going to be directly taking care of your search. In other words, some companies have many different matchmakers that work under one umbrella, So if you're meeting the owner, let's say like myself, and I'm going to then connect you to somebody else who might work with me, well, then you should meet that other person and make sure that you're going to feel comfortable with them. And lastly, I just want to say no membership fees by the month, because the fact is there are some companies out there and they charge a monthly membership fee. Now that might work for some people, but I really do believe that when it comes down to it, you want somebody who has the best of intentions to get you matched quickly. And with some companies, and I won't say all of them, that charge membership fees a monthly, it's in their best interest not to match you so fast. Whereas somebody like myself or other matchmakers who charge a one upfront price, you know that we want to match you and match you quickly. And your best interest is always in our hands and in our hearts. So there you go. I hope I answered all your questions. You are listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. And tonight I wanted to talk a little bit about dating news and go to something that was kind of our subject last week. And that was about age difference and the age gap. And the reason I'm going to that is because of the news and everything going on this week with Trump and uh, the president from France. And I don't know if you've all noticed it, but they actually are both in age gap relationships. And it's the 25 years for both of them. Uh, President Trump, his wife is 25 years younger. And in the reverse, she's 25 years older. So what is the stigma attached to it? Now, last week, we talked about this. And if you missed last week's show, you can definitely check it out on SoundCloud. Well, a lot of people seem to be a lot more comfortable when the man is older. But here's the thing, there are statistics that have been done about this. And I wanted to share something with you. There was a study done, there were 3000 people interviewed. And it's by two professors from the Department of Economics at Emory University in Atlanta. And they said that the age difference is a large determination as to divorce and how quickly people get divorced and that age gap seems to have one in five couples who have more than seven years between them will end up in divorced. and on top of it all they even went a little bit further and they crunched some raw data and found that i'm going to give you some stats here if you have a five-year age gap statistically means you are 18 percent more likely to divorce versus just 3% in a one-year age difference. And the rate rises to 39% for a 10-year age difference and 95% for age gaps 20 years and older. So for last week, everybody was talking about the fact that age shouldn't matter and people should just have the relationships that they want. Well, yes, you can. But you have to remember, if a long term relationship is what you're searching for, and what you really want in your life, well, then these stats play into this. And you have to know that there are so many determining factors that are going to separate you. And I I mean that by literally as well, not just not just having a little bit of arguments actually separate you and the statistics are there to prove it. So while we're looking at all these stats and discussing it, you you have to really be open-minded to the fact that when we talk about this, we are really looking at the generality. And sometimes relationships do work. And I happen to know people who are in long-term relationships. But I also want to say that the ones that I do know who are in those committed relationships, who have the age gap, whether the woman is older or the man is, here's the key. Most of them are still in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. And that big age gap has not kicked in as yet. And that's the one that you have to watch out for. You know, there's a term right now out there, it's called the silver splitter. And that's when people are, you know, considered in their silver years and they are splitting up. Well, when you have those big age differences, that... 60% 60% of people are splitting up when they reach their 60s. That's a huge statistic that I read. And the fact is this. If you have that big split and you have both those things going against you, well, your stats aren't very high for success. Today's show, as I said, it's all about having a traditional love life, in a modern day world. And we're going to be joined right after the break by Demona Hoffman. She is coming to us live from LA and she's going to be sharing her knowledge and a little bit about her TV show also, which is a question of love. And that's what the show is. It's a question of love in this modern world and all that's going on around it. So coming up, stay with us and meet Damona and another special guest will be joining us soon. you got to wait to find out who that is on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Besner, your love coach and your matchmaker. Remember, tonight we are live here on Solo in the City and CJAD 800. You can call us 790-0800 or, if you prefer, we are talking about modern-day love, so let's do modern-day technology. You can reach me at star8255. Don't forget to sign up on Soul on the City and become part of the database. It's really quite simple. Just go to CherylBesner.com and it's going to pop up for you and just tap, tap away. Now, tonight, we are talking about... How you can have a traditional relationship in modern times, and is it even possible? Well, I know the answer, and I know somebody else is going to weigh in on that right now. Damona Hoffman is a certified dating coach and relationship expert, and she's also the host of an FYI television series, A Question of Love. Damona, welcome to Solo in the City. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I've been wanting to be on the show for so long. I'm so glad to be here. I am so glad to have (laughs) you too. I mean, just for everybody to know, Damona and I met a few years ago when I was blogging 365 Days to Find Love, and we actually did a dating coach certification that started together, right? That's right. We're both certified. We are. (laughs) We are. Certifiably crazy I am sometimes, but...
1: You didn't say what we're certified in, but no.
0: Yeah, uh, But, yeah, we're
1: both uh, IDCA certified, and so, um, yeah, I both coach uh, singles on getting into the relationship that they want, and now with A Question of Love, I'm coaching them on how to move forward into the next step of moving in together and figuring out if the person that they're with is the one or just someone.
0: And that there's a big distinction between the two of them. And what's interesting about your show, actually, is these are you're taking three couples and you're putting them to live together for 30 days, right? Correct. And then they, in that process, they have to ask each
1: other a series of questions that are designed to really trigger those issues that can make someone want to run from a relationship, and we see if they are able to really be honest with one another, and if these questions can bring them closer together, or if it's something that ultimately the truth will tear them apart.
0: And usually those questions, though, should be asked and answered before they actually move in together together, I would think, right? That's Except- the thing, Cheryl. <laughs> That's what people I recommend. Just, yeah, And don't um, necessarily I do actually them. have
1: a blog now on the FYI.tv website, the six questions you must ask before moving in together, because I found in my 10 plus years of coaching singles, that they get to this point in the relationship and it just becomes the next step. That's just what you do. You, you date for a while and then, you know, it gets to be about a year and you move in together and then you ask, now what? And if you haven't asked the questions that you should be asking before the move in actually happens, you're setting yourself up for a world of trouble.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I would think so. And now, do you find I mean I was reading some of the stats and everything and they were talking about that cohabitation is actually on the increase and it's increased 30% in the last decade isn't that Yeah, just about 30% crazy?
1: and interestingly, Cheryl, the marriage rates Right are going down. So, what's happening is more people are moving in with their significant other, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a step towards marriage. And that's why I'm really glad to be here talking about modern dating challenges because I think this is something that we've really never seen before where people are looking at moving in together as an alternative to get married as opposed to as a step towards marriage. And actually, in Canada, you guys are kind of leading the pack. You have us beat. And there was actually an article um, uh, about a survey recently that Wayfair Canada did that found that more than half of Canadians move in with their partners within less than a year. Very fast.
0: I know, and that was a very, very scary statistic. You are listening to Solo in the City here on CJAD 800, and we are being joined by Damona Hoffman from L.A. And talking about it, it's really quite interesting to think that in this modern time that people do still want to have these traditional relationships, but as you're saying, it's getting all messed up because we are leaping into things faster, and leaping out of things faster. Yet those questions that you were mentioning, Demona, and, and maybe you want to share what some of them are that you put on your list, because those were questions that say, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, when I was getting married, we didn't ask either. We just got married. So I'm not sure whether cohabitation is better than jumping into the marriage, or the cohabitation and then learning together is better. What do you think?
1: I'm a big fan of planning. (laughs) Sometimes people accuse me of being an unromantic dating coach. I'm a practical dating coach, but I know what sort of troubles are awaiting you if you don't follow the system. So I like to offer my clients uh, guidelines that they can choose to follow or not. But I, I do find that when you do follow them, you can anticipate some of the challenges that are going to come up. And things like... On my show, money is a big issue for all three couples. And there's one, um, one of the men has been in relationships twice before, had two kids from previous relationships. And the woman is going into it never having been married before. And he's really reluctant to plan for the future, to set money aside to uh even talk about finances and she's feeling like, well this is my stuff that I've worked on, worked to, to build but if you're going to get married, your stuff is now his stuff and if he has two kids from previous relationships, your stuff is his stuff and it might also be the kids stuff. So if you don't work those kind of questions out, they end up kind of grating on you and becoming bigger issues down the road.
0: And the interesting part is, when you when you think of it, that when it comes to finance, that is also the top reason that people get divorced. It's the one thing that people fight over the most, is the money situation. So, sorry, and, you, you know, were going to say something? I find that
1: fights about money many times are not actually fights about money. They're, they're arguments about other things that have been left to fester, and they manifest through money. Because really, money is another, it's just a manifestation of control.
0: Well, I was going to say right? <laughs> it comes down to control and who is keeping control. And oftentimes people think it's the one who has the greater income, who has the control over the money, rather it being, you might be making more money, but together we have to make sure that we're living the lifestyle that we both want. with the Exactly. Same goal and I have mind. a
1: client I was just speaking with who's uh... now been happily married to uh, someone that she met on a dating site who lived in south africa and he moved all the way across the ocean to be with her so now they're happily married but I, i in her previous relationship she had a lot of money issues that we we had to work through and her ex spent money very frivolously and she was always raised to be very frugal and it caused a lot of stress in her relationship, and now she's having to let go of some of that stress from the past relationship that, that doesn't really belong in this current relationship where she's with someone that is much more financially responsible. So that's another thing, too, that when you're moving in with someone uh, for the first time, if you've had prior relationships that had different dynamics, you really have to be able to separate past situations from the situation you're in right now.
0: And that, and as you're saying, that's not just about money because people can have things where it was, I mean, abuse or things that even work from their families. You know, it's all about those limiting beliefs and we carry things forward. So when I know that I'm working with a lot of my clients, that coaching, even if they're just there for matching, that coaching is very important that we work through all those issues because as you're saying things that have happened in the past do not necessarily reflect the person that's sitting in front of you now and right right and i don't know if you deal with that as much as i do but i can tell you that most of the people that i speak with there's something that is being carried over into the new one
1: absolutely and that's something that comes up on a question of love as well One of the women has had a a very complicated issue, uh, complicated relationship with men in the past, and every man in her mother's life, in her aunt's lives, in her grandmother's life has left, including her father. And he was sort of in and out of her life. And so the story that she has told herself, and that has been told to her her entire life, is that men are unreliable
0: and they Men abandon can't you. be
1: trusted, mm-hmm. right? So it's a process of rewriting those stories that we've written for ourselves if we want to have a different outcome.
0: And a lot of the millennials also these days are also dealing with things that they're coming from, you know, I'm empowered, especially, you know, young women, I'm empowered, I make my own money, I don't need a man, this is something that is going, you know, forward that they're hearing over and over again, many of them are children of divorce. So they don't necessarily even believe in the institution of marriage, because they think, well, why go through all of that, if we're going to end up divorced as well, this is all part of these beliefs that are coming forward. Except that when I talk to a lot of these millennials, when you fast forward it and say, okay, well, if you don't you know, want to enter within the relationship world now, you're going to be 40 and possibly single without children. And how do you feel about that? And then their eyes go big <laughs> because that's not necessarily what, what they want in their lives either. They just don't have the missing link between the two of them.
1: Well, and now... We're, we're all just living in the now, and with social media and instant gratification, you know, it used to be you wanted yep. to watch a show or you wanted to, you know, listen listen to something on the radio. You had to wait until it came on, but now, like, and even you can go on Facebook and listen to your show, or you can get whatever you want when you want it immediately. And so now what I'm seeing is people are desiring that out of relationships as well. I want what I want right now, and they're not thinking towards the future. And on, on my podcast, Dates and Mates, we also deal a lot with millennials, and my uh, co-host has a, an app where millennials post their dating and relationship questions, and we answer them every week. And the questions that come up are always about this, it's like this lack of bonding. And it's right. not just in the millennials. I'm seeing it throughout which um, I, I think kind of began with online dating, and that's where I actually started coaching was in online dating and writing dating profiles. But I think the way that we communicate now, it's bled over into relationships, and, and it's become a, a real issue for clients in, in being able to attach to someone and plan for the future.
0: A 100 We are talking with Damona Hoffman from LA. She is a dating coach and relationship expert and host of A Question of Love. Joining me shortly is going to be Tamara Granitstein. She is going to be talking about with us her modern day relationship and how she also wants it to be traditional right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. It's Cheryl, your certified coach and your matchmaker. Remember, you can always reach me anytime, 844-744 solo. Leave your message and I get back to you within 24 hours and answer your questions. We are here on Solo in the City with Damona Hoffman from LA. And now joining us as well is Tamara Granitstein. She is a modern-day woman in a modern-day relationship of around a year, and she loves the idea of a traditional one, and that's really what she wants to create. Welcome to the show, Tamara. Hi, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, and Damona, I'm so happy that you're here because I know that Tamara is trying to balance out exactly what is happening on your TV show with your three Couples. By the way, I want to remind everybody, 7900-800 if you want to call in or star 8255 if you want to text us. So Tamara, what has been the biggest challenge with you and your beau? Um,
2: You know, definitely I love the word challenge as opposed to something that's hard because challenge means it's something that you can get
0: through. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's what I used to. <laughs> right, Damona? So-
2: <to> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I don't think there's necessarily a challenge. I think that I... Love the, you know, the part of having a traditional relationship. But I kind of never wanted um, a traditional relationship, if that makes sense. I never, you know, a lot of my friends have gotten married and and sort of fit, you know, done the getting married and having kids and living close to their parents and that kind of stuff. And I always wanted to travel and be with someone, like, different and, 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 you know, that maybe wanted to do different things. And I was so lucky to meet my boyfriend um, who's so creative and a creative genius and um he's making a movie right now and he's writing and producing and directing and it's a different kind of you know it's it's definitely challenging in in that way because you don't get to have the time that you would want and he's so focused on doing it so my role really now is to be supportive and sort of put what you know my stuff aside and wait until that's done so it's just different it's just a different type of relationship
0: well i i have a question and i don't know if this kind of peaked up for you, Damona, but as you said, um, if I'm hearing you right, um, you were saying, I love calling you Tam, by the way. Oh, call me that. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: You were saying that you're putting things on hold. And I don't know if you should be putting your life on hold for the relationship. I think being supportive and doing your own thing will also really enrich yourself in this whole thing
2: absolutely and i just want to
0: clarify uh, that, and i'm right?
2: sorry that's what i meant i mean okay. i'm pretty independent and i have my own friends and my own life and my own career so i think that's really important to make sure that you're you know as you're always doing that even in any kind of relationship it's so important to have your own stuff going on
0: Simona, do you think that a lot of millennials and well, all, and I won't just say millennials, actually, because as you were saying earlier, even, you know, people in their 40s that have children and and careers and businesses and elderly parents, you know, as, as we age, do you think that that's the biggest challenge is finding how to balance and also prioritize the relationship with all the other things that are going on out there?
1: That's certainly the biggest challenge. And if you figure out how to do it, please let me know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I I, I I have to say, I, I know one way to do it, because I happen to be a person who doesn't sleep very much. So a lot of my, my technical work goes on at, let's say, 11 till 2 in the morning. So I'm able to devote a little bit more time during the day to other things and make room for my kids. But that's just me. So in other words... I'm definitely asleep. <laughs> but, but what I, what I will we say, Tamara, actually...
1: I I relate because my husband is also a writer, producer, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times he has to travel for work, and as a TV personality, I also have to travel for work, and so we have just found a way to um, create the space for both of us to pursue our passions, Mm -hmm. and we also have two small children, and so somebody has to be here pretty much at all times, and we have a support system for the kids if if one of us can't be here, but... Beyond that, he 100% supports anything that, that I need to do, and I 100% support him. But I'm also not afraid to ask for time when I need it. And sometimes the time that you need is like, can I go to this place with my girlfriends? Or on Friday night, I, I'd like to do yoga, and then I'll see you on Saturday night. And making sure that you're not afraid to speak up for your needs and make sure that his needs are getting met as well in the process.
2: Absolutely. And I think it's so important. And I think a lot of times, and I see, you know, people in relationships sort of, not being able to sort of sort of not having their life and not having their own individual life and I think it's so important and it's something that I've learned um through past relationships and sort of getting to this place where okay like I have all this stuff going on and I have my own full life and it's so great that I have this wonderful partner that also has his life and is busy so I'm I'm really happy to be at that point because it took a long time
1: can you talk to us about the traditional relationship um, that you uh, well, that conflict you that's happening for you right now.
2: I mean, I think I get it in a lot of ways. I mean, for me, it's about having a partner that's kind and respectful and and interested in what you're doing and wanting to be with you and your family. And, and to me, that's traditional. But it also can be in, incorporated in the kind of relationship that I'm having right now, right? So, um, I mean that that's what I get. So I, I feel so lucky to have that.
0: Now, Damona, I mean, one of the things is that when when we talk about also the balance of everything, and as you were saying with you and your husband, you know, in the relationship, the bottom line is about respect. And you should really Mm -hmm. want that other person to experience everything that they need to experience in this life. And so many people are afraid to get into a relationship because they think, you know, I have to give something up. And the truth is, You should not give up anything about yourself. You have to work things through. You have to decide together sometimes how you're going to do certain things. But the fact is, if your partner wants to or needs to because of a job or wants to do certain things that you don't want to do yourself, well, that's really loving somebody is giving them the space to enjoy every aspect of their life. It is. I I would just say, I talk on
1: the show about the four factors of long-term compatibility, Mm -hmm. as I see them for my clients, and one of them is having common goals for the future. Right. And so that's the only caveat to making sure that you're supporting that person to pursue what makes them happy while you support your endeavors uh, or pursue your endeavors. But you also have to check in and make sure that the end goal uh-huh. is ultimately the same. And so for Tamara, if she is always going to be in the situation where her boyfriend is focusing on other things and that's not her, her ultimate vision of what she wants for the future or how she would want to raise kids or live her life, 10 years down the road, then that's something that they have to address and talk about because it's probably, he's probably not going to stop pursuing his, his career and and change that part of himself to be in a relationship or to build a family.
0: And it's funny because when I met Tamara, first, we had a conversation about that. And that's one of the things that we discussed, right? And the basis of everything is determining your values, your lifestyle, and the ultimate goals. And that's really something that we really talked about at depth, right?
2: Yeah. And I think for me, like being with someone that is so smart, and so Creative and is doing these amazing things is part of the reason that I'm attracted to them because that's what I want. And um you know, today I, I went to go see him filming his his movie, and I was just kind of sitting there watching him producing and directing and act And I was just blown away. I was like, "Oh my gosh! I'm like, <laughs> this is so amazing." So that's part of why I'm attracted to him. So I I love that.
0: But the attraction has to go beyond that. Yeah, I think that's what Demona is is trying and you to have say. To have if exactly. if 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 you have all that but in the end you want that traditional relationship you want the man and and when we had talked you had, you had mentioned that sometimes that you wish that he was home for dinner yeah, of you course. know and and he's not so you have to be able to know that you're not sacrificing the things you need within that relationship
2: i mean to me it's trust and being with that person that's for me so important and and having that basis
0: we are talking about modern relationships and wanting a traditional one at the same time here on solo in the city on CJAD 800. So DeMona, let's talk briefly about the the aspect of social media and what that's doing within the relationships right now. So how do you think well you already talked about earlier about the dating apps have really played havoc on a relationship world or on the dating world, at least. Do you want to really tell us how you think it's affected it? Because you've been in this business a lot longer than me and before all this started. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, And uh,
1: (laughs) it it is having an impact. And actually, social media, Instagram is just the biggest dating site around. Instagram and Facebook are basically just dating sites Um, under the guise of social media. So, um, uh, and a lot of the questions that I get now on my Dates and Mates podcast do have to deal with social media etiquette, and this guy that I'm dating is now following this girl that's really cute, and I noticed that he liked her photos, and he put a heart and a winky face and a smiley face. But for me, he only puts a smiley face.
2: <laughs> and,
1: and, I mean, the, the level of detail that, that some of the, um, the people asking questions on my show ask. It's, it's, it's shocking to me how much we are scrutinizing every little action on social media. And it's creating a lot of unnecessary drama. You know what? So, it's a- uh, if you are in a relationship, I would say try, try to just keep your relationship off of social media as much as possible. And social media stalking your 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 date or your your spouse is usually not the best way to get information from them. If you could cultivate a relationship where you actually talk about those issues as opposed to playing them out over social media, I think you'll be more successful.
0: Well, what's interesting, I just want to make this comment, is that it's hard enough for two people to communicate and we talk about Venus versus Mars and and how men and women don't communicate that well sometimes and to add into trying to analyze emojis into it is really gone Beyond. We are talking about modern relationships versus the traditional one and how to blend the two here. We're being joined by Damona Hoffman from LA and Tamara granitestein We're going to continue talking about social media and how it's affecting our love lives right here. Call us 790-0800 or star 8255. We're going to continue this discussion here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. So here we are talking about traditional relationships. Can you have them in the modern world? And how is the modern world affecting our relationships? I'm joined in studio by Demona Hoffman. She is the host of A Question of Love, a TV show on FYI television. And she's also a dating coach and relationship expert as well as Tamara Granstein is here. And she's sharing a little bit about her love story with us. Now, Let's get back to social media. You were talking, uh, Damona, about uh, how people are communicating and even trying to analyze how many emojis and s- stars and hearts are coming their way. I mean, it's crazy. Like when you think about it, that is not the languages of love.
1: (laughs) Well, but it's becoming the language of love. I know, but it's
0: crazy. (laughs) But I I, I can tell you that people, as you were saying, they're calling you, they're calling me, and they're saying, well, what does it mean if he says this, or he says that, or he didn't say this? Like, they're trying to read into things rather than having the conversation and actually asking certain questions, right? That's
1: true, Um, and I... I actually think that texting is a big part of this, um, this communication gap as well. And when I started coaching singles on te- on dating over ten years ago, I used to say, "Don't even text. Don't right. bother texting. It's just the lowest form of communication known to man." And I've had to adapt and update my stance on it. And I actually did a whole training on my website called The Texting Ten Commandments, and I wrote a workbook that people can get at com because so many people were coming to me saying, I'm losing out on dates because I can't get from the swipe to the date because there's a step in between. Which is the text. It's called the text. And the text (laughs) banter, and if they don't have the right rapport... Then the, the data isn't even happening. So it's actually a skill that now I coach clients on because it is part of the communication and it's something that as much as I would love to say just pick up the darn phone and have a conversation, it, it, it's just, it's changed and I find myself even changing in the way that I communicate with my loved ones. So, it makes sense that in dating, it's a skill that needs to be developed as well.
0: Well, I, I do think it's a skill that needs to be developed, but I also do think that sometimes we tend to do it too much. And and for myself, I know that when I'm working with my clients, there is a skill, there's a skill to understanding it. There's even a skill to flirting when it comes to your texting. But I will say this, most cases, and again, I'm going to talk a demographic because I, w- I will isolate the demographic. The 40-year-old to sixty year old woman does not want to be part of the texting world in general. They want the communication, they want the telephone call, they want the direct. Whereas when I talk to younger women under the age of forty, they think it's strange if a man wants to call them. They're like, What do you mean? You're you're not gonna text me. I see a huge gap. and and I'm going to say with the women generally, men seem to be better with the concept of texting.
1: Well, see, this is the problem that uh, women, you're you're exactly right, and the (laughs) the older women, I think, are losing out by not being open to uh, adopting a, a text banter. So when you say, well, I don't want to do that, and you just reject it, then, well, what's he going to do? He's going to go on to the next person or he might move on to the younger woman. And then we get that whole story of older women or older men only want to date younger women, which I personally do not believe is, is wholly true. Is the, I, and, I
0: agree with you. Actually, at the beginning of the show, that's what I was also talking about. Yeah. Actually, even doing the statistics on it. And that was last week's show, the statistics on the, the success rate. But I want to tell you something. Um, It's very important uh, that right now, as I'm listening to you, and I'm talking about the differences with women and the differences in age and how they react to the texting, Tamara's sitting here shaking her head going, no, I I don't think I I agree with
2: this. I don't actually agree with it. So I have to tell you that if a guy wants to take me out, he's going to have to call me on the phone and ask me. I'm not...
0: That's your standard.
2: That's for me. And that's right. how I feel. And, you know, I, I just think that a phone call to ask me out on a proper date is like a nice thing. This is, this is what I want. <laughs> so
1: so I have a, tr- I have a trick. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I, I have a little secret. I want to hear your, your secret. On. Please. Um, I believe in the text as a phase of the communication but I always recommend that my clients that are meeting someone online have a phone call before the first date, just a, like a 10, 15-minute check-in to make sure what they've said online lines up with what they actually say on the phone, and that you have a little bit of a rapport because it's, it's much harder to 100%. develop that rapport over text, and then continue it in person, because sometimes people do not seem the same over text. But if you can do it on the phone, you probably will have have a better first date. I'm going to take
0: it. I'm going to take that one step further, Damona. And one of the things that I do, and especially we're talking about if people are meeting online, with this day and age, I say either Skype it, or FaceTime it, because then you also know that the person you're meeting is actually the person online. Do you know what
2: I used to do is actually have FaceTime dates first before I would even go out with the person.
0: Yeah. I, I I just like to have the face to it. I mean in in most cases you can do that now. Most people have the availability to Skype or FaceTime. And I just think that a lot of people go out on the dates and they get there and the person is not necessarily who they portray to be. And also, when you have that connection, either by phone, like you're saying to Mona, or you're doing it by Face FaceTime, here's the thing is, that person is probably more likely to be authentic and show up for that date, and you're not going oh, to get yeah. ghosted. So that really has a lot to do with making that connection.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, and that's something we cover in the Texting Ten Commandments as well. The one thing I will say, Cheryl, about Skype dating or FaceTime dating is you only get one chance to make the first impression. Right. And so my recommendation when people do have the Skype date, and if you're dating long distance, you absolutely must have the Skype date because that's why catfishing is running rampant. Oh, my gosh. People aren't doing that. But you should prepare for the date, the, the Skype date, or the FaceTime date the same way you would for the if date meeting them in person.
0: A hundred percent. That that first connection. You're right. It's got to be where you're relaxed, where you you feel relaxed, where you feel good about yourself. Um, take the time, tuck in your shirt, and yeah, don't <laughs> throw in your hand, yeah, no, you don't want to be sending off the wrong message. We are really talking tonight about how to blend the modern. Day with the traditional relationships here on Solon and City on CJAD, and I want to say something about Facebook also because Facebook is out there, and you know when we talk about the fact that we have this divide right now that's going on in social media, even you know the founder of Facebook just recently said the fact that he finds that he put it out there to connect people, and he realizes that it's actually disconnected people. And he's even working at how to take Facebook and make it more of a community again and to bring communities together. So I, I found that that fascinating. So when we think of social media, I, I think that it's relevant in this day and age, but we also have to concentrate on having that personal connection with each other. So how many times do you think they should go back and forth when they are online on one of these apps in communication before they bring it to the phone call and the date more than anything else? Demo- Demona,
1: I really like to keep it short like get getting to the date is the end game right and too many times I hear particularly from women they over screen in that phase and they want to figure everything out before they get to the date. they want to tell them everything about their life and by the way don't even bother if you don't make a hundred thousand dollars a year or if you smoke or whatever it is Um, and I I I think a lot of that should be discovered on the date The first thing you should figure out is, do you have a rapport with this person? Are you looking forward to meeting them? And do you feel that you'll have something in common with them? And beyond that, um, I don't think you need to figure out if you're going to marry that person
0: uh, on (laughs) Tinder. No, you (laughs) definitely don't. So um, I'm in total agreement with that. I happen to know Tamara met her boyfriend on Facebook. And um, one year later, here they are. I want to thank you both for joining us tonight. I mean, the hour goes by so fast. Damona, thank you for sharing all your expertise. Damona can be reached at damonahoffman.com. Check out her TV series on FYI television, A Question of Love. Damona, thank you for joining us this evening.
1: Thank you, Cheryl. I'm honored to be here.
0: Oh, such a pleasure. It's such a nice thing to connect again after all this time. Tamara, thank you for coming to join us and uh, for sharing your heart with us and, and your love heart with us. It was a real pleasure to have you.
2: Thanks for having me. It was great.
0: Now, I do want to tell everybody, next week's show, I have something really special for you. It's the Just for Laughs going on right now in Montreal. And next week, we are going to have joining us here in studio, Alonzo Bodine. He is the host of the Ethnic Show, absolutely hysterical, and uh, he's single. And he's going to share what he thinks about Relating, dating, and mating on Solo in the City, because that's what this show is all about. Don't forget, go to CherylBesner.com and please register on my database. This way, if I have a match for you, I know how to reach you. And as always, I want to thank Ramona for hosting our Facebook live for anybody who doesn't know. We are live on Facebook every week. Also to Benson, he is part of this labor of love today. And uh, I want to remind everybody, when you do register, you get 15 minutes of dating advice with me, complimentary. And you can also reach me anytime, 844-744-SOLO. Remember, if you love your life, your love life will happen. So love it. And remember, as always, keep it simply social, because we all know it's all about the kiss. See you next week here on CGAD 800.